The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Alley Colbert Show. You guys, welcome to the Ali Colbert Show. Let's start it off with Hummus Hour. Got some lesbian news for you uh, right before Halloween. These seem like good costumes. That's why they're they're coming to mind in this way. But you guys, I didn't know that the green and brown M&M, the green and brown M&M, there's a rumor going around that the green and brown M&M are lesbians. That's that's what we got for lesbian representation, okay? We have the green and brown M&M. Um, you might remember M&M released a photo of Miss Brown with her hand over Miss Green's uh, M. Her hand was touching her M, which we can only assume is potentially a genital for the M&M. So there's a photo on Twitter of the brown and the green M&M fingering each other. And I'm really glad that we have this representation as lesbians. I never thought we'd get an M&M growing up. If anything, I thought I thought there were that that blue M&M and that red M&M, I thought they were two male M&Ms and I and I thought they were hooking up. So now I'm thinking a lot of these M&Ms are gay. The peanut M&Ms are never depicted in a cartoon. That's I'm pretty clear on that. I don't see the, the peanut M&Ms. They don't have sex. They're, they're asexual, the peanut M&Ms. They're not fucking in the same way that all the other M&Ms are fucking. But the green and the brown M&M, they ha- they're eating each other's chocolate. And they're melting in each other's hands. And this is a really great way to support the lesbian community is by making the green and the brown M&M gay. I mean, I think this is huge for us, you guys. This is really... Oh, by the way, here's here's a new headline. It says, not only are they lesbians, it says the green and the brown M&Ms are trans women. <laughs> the green and the brown M&Ms aren't just lesbians. They are trans women lesbians. I I, I didn't know that. And I think what they're okay. So you know what the 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 M Ms I'm thinking of originally. These M Ms were born male. Wow, this is huge for us, you guys. This is breaking news. And in other animated cartoon sexuality uh, news, I'm very excited to announce that Velma Dinkley, Velma Dinkley, which in and of itself is one of the gayest names I've ever heard. Velma Dinkley will officially be portrayed as a lesbian in the new Scooby-Doo. Apparently, people have been waiting for this. If you don't remember Velma, Velma is obviously the one that they make a lesbian because she's kind of googly-eyed and speechless on the outside. She's kind of hanging around. She's nerdy. She's got all the answers. So that I appreciate that she's sort of, she's an intellectual. She's thoughtful, but she's often very quiet. She's cautious. She's worried. She's the one who's kind of telling Scooby and Shaggy, hey, I don't think this is a great idea. I know you guys want to go into the house. Let's not trespass because 
I know you guys are all, you know, you're straight and privileged, but I might go to jail. It's illegal to be gay in this country. And everyone's going, shut up, you dyke. We're going into the house. We're going to catch the ghost. And Velma's going, please, guys, I really think, I know you think it's haunted. It's much better if we stay at home. She's kind of an anxious lesbian. So Velma's finally out in the new movie. Velma's out. They give her a lesbian, uh, you know, cup, uh, a girlfriend. I don't know if they're exclusive or whatnot. They might be open. I'm not totally sure they're exploring together. But what I really would like is I would really like Velma and Daphne to hook up and leave that meathead behind. What is that blonde guy with the scarf's name? He was dating Daphne. He, he's kind of, he was like the all-American guy from Scooby-Doo. Oh, Fred Jones. Fred Jones. He, I always felt like he didn't really care about the mission. He was too busy, too busy trying to get Daphne to let him fuck her. That's what I felt. I felt everyone was focused on, you know, Velma's like, let's be safe. Scooby and Shaggy, you know, you can't help it. They're kind of onto something, but they're both brain dead. Daphne, she's just showing off her tits. Her and Fred are always kind of like fucking in the back room. Velma wanted a shot with Daphne. I promise you, Velma was very into Daphne. They kind of had moments here and there that Fred always intercepted and ruined. He was kind of like the Wrigley on Tell Me Lies between these two girls. So my hope is that in the future, Velma might have her shot with Daphne. Uh, that's And that's really all we can hope for. On the show today, you guys, we have Nikki Paris. Nikki Paris is a very funny stand-up comedian. He's joining me on the pod Uh, we talk all about Kanye, we talk about stand-up, we talk about, you know, obviously all a bunch of other gay things, but it's a good episode, it's really fun, give it a listen, Uh, keep subscribing to the podcast, if you listen to the podcast and you're not subscribed, what are you doing? The least you could do is subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, you can hit the follow button, give us five stars on Spotify and Apple, leave a comment on Apple, Apple. You guys, thank you so much. You can keep emailing the show. Email the show your questions, the Allie Colbert Show at gmail.com. And you can call the show 1 833 722 5546. 833 722 5546. Enjoy the episode. So, do I look really sweaty? No. And horrible? No, you look great. You look oh, awesome. God. So, yes, I'm doing your Soho House show, which, according to the LA Times, I think is one of the top 60 places to see comedy. Yeah, they named 60 places. So, who's left? I mean, is I, it even. They, they named every place to see comedy. Every single place. And we're so excited to have you. I hope you wear that, that cardigan. It's very, it's very intellectual yet sexy. I'm, uh, so I'll tell you what, what the story of this cardigan is. I, by the way, I think that this is, it's hard to dress for the fall slash the winter in Los Angeles. Because it doesn't really, the temperature is like always, it's volatile. You don't, it doesn't reflect the season. It's not particularly brisk in November. It could be 70 degrees one day, whatever. Anyway, I walked into a store on Abikini called Corridor NYC. This is a men's sweater store. This isn't just because I'm a lesbian, but I think that men in general have better clothing. I think that's true. I don't want a tiny little pink shirt that says like, that has like bedazzled and is like, I'm a, I'm a gym girl. I don't. I hate women's clothing. I'm I feel the opposite. I hate men's clothing. Have you ever been to a men's warehouse? It's horrible. Well, I, d- I wouldn't go to a men's warehouse. Thank God. I think men have cool cardigans. I think men have cool shoes. I just think men's clothing is just infinitely better. I think women's clothing is just where they're just sexualizing us or they're just like dumb and girly in a way that I don't think grown women are. I mean, I'm a grown woman. I don't want to wear a tiny little 
schmata. That's pink. Schmata. It's so. In case you schwitz, you I need the material. Li- I don't like so. what. And I, I, I don't understand. I mean, some of this has to be because I'm gay. But I'm also like, I don't like how like if you go to like, like get like apparel. For, let's say you're at a concert and they're selling merchandise. John Mayer, he's going to sell. Let's, I'm just picking a random I love person. John Mayer. I'm fucking obsessed with John Me Mayer. Obsessed. He's going to sell normal t-shirts for the men. And then the women, why do I have a tiny little tank top that's like, I'm a mayor head. <laughs> I want the cool shirt with the right. cool design. We get like, we get this, like I'm not a pet. No. I understand that this is not what you're creating for the better sex. I hope John Mayer is listening and he's taking notes is for some unisex. Sense? It does make sense to me. And I didn't even know that you love me and Allie have known each other for years. I didn't years. know that you were a huge. I started smoking cigarettes just for his concert. And then Why? I quit. I just felt like I needed to get in the, in the mood. I love John Mayer. Me too. He's I, I have. I mean, I, I know he said some fucked up things. People are like, he's a douchebag. It was 15 years ago. Yeah. You know? I, I used to hook up with somebody because he looked like John Mayer with diabetes and he recently found me on Tinder and he doesn't look anything like John Mayer. Wow. And that's been really eye-opening for me because I had this whole fantasy yeah. that we, we would just dry hump on a guitar or yeah. something like that. I'd play the tambourine. Do you play an instrument? I'm learning to play the guitar wow. in my off time. Just because I want to be one of those people that's like, you know, everybody's doing mushrooms and sitting around in somebody's you living be room. That? And I want to be like, let me play a little something. Here is 22 by Taylor Swift. Uh, I know, but it's just, it's so unfortunate because you should already know it by now because no one <laughs> wants to see someone your age learning. You, you think I'm too late. Yeah, I, I mean, I, know. I, I think just learn behind the scenes and debut it when you're ready. Stop taking people along for the journey of you learning. Mm. No, it's like a bringer show. Yeah. We want to see you when you're when you're a little more baked. Well, I wanted to learn how to play the violin when I was little and my mom told me I wasn't allowed to. Did she, was she know afraid, you were gay? She was afraid that I might be gay if I played the violin. Oh, and well, now, that didn't stop you. Yeah, I grew up, I'm gay and now I can't play the violin. So I really, <sighs> I've missed out on a lot and I'm reclaiming my time. Allie. Reclaim it. By the way, what it, it's kind of unfortunate that we have kids sign up to learn instruments like the violin. If your kid wants to learn an instrument, I think you should say guitar or piano. There's no other, unless you are going to be, you know, you want to pursue music as a professional and join a band, you're not going to be playing the cello at someone's house. I don't, what was that instrument that was as big, that was like seven feet tall, you'd see like a fifth grader slap it around? No. No, not a harp. Tuba. No, it was huge. It was like a big upright, it's like maybe like a big bass, it's like boom, boom, bah. You'd see like a second grader learning to play it. I'm like, you don't need to learn this. Learn guitar. Guitars are mobile. A piano, you might find one in an airport or a food court. Otherwise, you're investing in a piano. Guitars are romantic, too. Guitars are amazing. I do, mean, you, are, do you find that you're sexually aroused when somebody serenades to you? No, I'm the, I am play guitar. Oh, you do? I'm, I'm a John Mayer fan. I can see that. I have used a guitar to get pussy my whole life. <laughs> I, I, I've played consistently, if I play First Day of My Life by Bright Eyes, I have, starting with when I was in high school, I would suck dick after that song. I would, now I've eaten pussy after that song. I got girlfriends after that song. It got to a point where I had to retire the song because I started getting in relationships with people I put this song with. They say, this is our song. I'm like, this is nobody's song but mine. This song has herpes. <laughs> the amount of times this song has got me in someone's pants. So you're like John Mayer, except- Basically, I'm like, I mean, I would love again. to be like John Mayer. Yeah. John Mayer, look at all the pussy he's gotten. I know. I, this is a king. I wanted to join Raya just to have a chance with him. I love that you call it Raya. Is that, oh, is it Raya? It's Raya. Oh, okay. Well, I can't, you can be on Raya. 
I know, but you know what? It's if you don't know what Raya Raya is, it is for, supposed to be for high profile people. Yeah. And then I joined it, and it was all hairstylists at the all the local. I was like, you're not a celebrity. This is not who I'm looking for. It, that is so funny. That's who comes up in your feed. I said this is what I'm paying <laughs> men for. Men searching men. It's just like Chris. What's yeah. his name? The guy that comes up with the Rachel haircut. Oh my! Wait, <laughs> Chaz Dean. No, not no. Oh, no. But, uh, you're Chris, Chris Appleton or whatever. Yes. No, who oh, the fuck yeah, is his yeah. name? Who does all the McMillan? Yes, I yeah. know who you're talking. It's about. just him seven times over. Yeah. And like and like fucking Scott god damn it the Kardashian guy's name Ali's got all her glamour gaze down I I was like I'm not looking for highlights I'm looking for a man in my life yeah and you know yeah I'm gonna be 30 this year life has really passed me by no it has not I actually wanted to say this to you before we get started and we're already (laughs) getting started and I knew this would go fast because we both talk fast but you Nikki Paris by the way did your parents always want you to grow up to be a stripper Nikki Paris stand-up comedian. We came up doing stand-up together in New York. I don't know even know where we met, but your stand-up, the last time I saw you was like, holy shit. You ever see someone do stand-up and then you go, you go like six years without seeing them live? Like we had always been missing each other on the coasts. Stand-up was incredible. It's like the ver- it's the right amount of provocative and you kind of ride the edge of saying something that you purposefully are kind of stoking a fire, which I think... That's how I'm perceiving it. And that's what I think good comedy should do is like you're not avoiding topics. You're 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 not drawing lines about this is not a subject I'm like going to stay away from. It just feels good. You're also doing this thing. I don't know if this was purposeful or you've always done this. You hold the mic stand in a way that is very uh, powerful. Did you always hold the mic like that? I've always kind of admired comedians that do that, like the control they have over the room. Jessica Kirsten does it, too. I love her. She's amazing. Oh, the best. The way she moves with it. And you are you're doing that too. You're you're now holding the mic stand. And I never do that, but now I want to do that. What tell me about that. You know, when I first started, I I would run all around the stage and I I the more and more that I've been doing, I've been really trying to not just stand still and be more focused and more intentional. And yeah. I think I hold it so tight because I pretend it's a dick and it gets <laughs> me through the night. But <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, in, in some ways, instead of going to the people, I, I in, in recent years, I've tried to let them come to me. Mm. Like Julie Andrews would. Mm-hmm. You know, she's doing an intimate, intimate concert. Yeah. Um, but Nikki Paris unplugged. Nikki, right? I'm like Ashley Simpson, except I, I'm live. So it, it's pretty exciting. But yeah. I, I mean, I've always been a fan of yours, too. You, you know, I'm. Thank you. I you think you're adorable. I wish you make me want to be a lesbian. And I think that if oh, I was a girl, such a compliment. we might end up together. I think there's a, there's I mean, a chance. There's a chance. By the way, you were listening to my podcast. You, <gasps> you texted me. I'm listening to the podcast. And you said it's you're so cute, which I don't know if you know me, but like like in this way. But that. To me, is like patronizing. Oh, it wasn't. I have to first have to think what patronizing means. Like it wasn't. It's like uh, you know. It's like oh my god, you're so cute. No, I love your voice. Really? Mm -hmm. I thought it was very the the intro that you have. Yeah, I I, I loved. You know, I'm very stressed out today because I have 119 pairs of Yeezys that I have to figure out what I'm going to do with because I'm not wearing them. I know. You know, I threw mine in the trash. But I, I literally threw mine in the fucking trash and then I grabbed them out of the trash and I said, am I really throwing these out? And then I put them back in the trash. 
It was a good decision. I feel the same way. It wasn't intended to be patronizing. It was more of that. No, I'm I, just fucking. I with like you. your voice. No, I'm. You know I'm, when you start and yeah, very sexy, very. Hey, it's Ali. I just played the guitar and oh shit, might have had a parliament. No, I really appreciate it. Yeah, but you know what? It's it was one only of these, meant to be a compliment. No, I I know. I know. I'm just you know. I want to <laughs> give the listeners something. I love you. Something to have puck their assholes over. Puck your assholes but over. You, you know, it's something that when when I do the intro to the podcast, the solo intro, I kind of I'm like. Saying things, you know, it's satirical, but I'm kind of doing them in like an earnest way. I'm like, this is how I feel, this, this, this. And I think my biggest fear, not just with this, but like with comedy, with all these things, is that when you're you're putting something out and you're really intending people to like take you seriously, not not laugh, but really take you for it, that they're laughing at you. And I always have this issue. And this is I'm going down a little like whatever this is a different train. But when I go to the movie theater. I remember, I vividly remember going to see Call Me By Your Name when it came out. This is just an example. And I remember the audience was very uncomfortable and they started laughing at all of these like sex moments. And that drove me fucking nuts because I knew the director didn't want them to be laughing at that. This is just a, no, you're a dark window into my mind. Watching an erect like I was. Exactly. Be hard and silent. I had a That's really how I want people to feel during the intro of my podcast. I like be wet and quiet. That's how I like to be during sex with me too. Because I <laughs> Quiet. I'll be sweating in the corner, probably yeah. fanning off. But you know, I can't believe Army Hammer. What I just about, watched what, that, that documentary. Oh, you did? I just saw it this week. He was one of my celebrity crushes. So tell me. You know, I still think he's charming. Yeah. But the fact, the whole anybody who has a, a, a are you you into rape fantasies or anything like that? No, I'm not into rape fantasies. I dated a girl once that was into a rape fantasy, and it I couldn't get into it. I really couldn't get and into. And were it. you the aggressor? Yeah, she didn't want to rape me. I was not, I wouldn't, that wasn't my fantasy at all. Sexually, I'm not, a lack of consent doesn't turn me on. So anyway, yeah, I, I went out to, to dinner with this guy and the whole time I was like, oh my God, he's going to fall in love with me. But That's you know, it's for yourself. my career. I was like, you he's know, not here even I sure am, he likes you. this young thing. Well, joke was on me because he wasn't interested. What, and how, <laughs> how do you get set up with him? We met on Tinder. You met, and, and by the way, your age range... You're complaining, but clearly your 30 age range is... 30 to 85. 30 to 85. Yep. So you you have to admit you're inviting this this in. I've never been with a guy over 50 sexually. And you're curious. I'm curious because I have a little brother with special needs, so I know all about what it's like to be a home health aide. I know all the <laughs> medical things that you... And we'll talk about my brother who went to Exotica, the sex conference. He's been in a wheelchair his okay. whole life. He's on a feeding tube. Yeah. And he's a sex maniac. He's like Bill Cosby on, on wheels. I found that out this week. Is your brother really a sex maniac? I, he went to Exotica with the sign. I don't know what Exotica is. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I want to show you this picture of my brother. Uh-huh. Who, so Exotica is a big, like, it's like Comic-Con for sex people. Okay. All like the porn stars go. And okay. For those of you who could see, this is my brother with fame porn star Lisa Ann, who's a friend of mine. And please I'm gonna read, read the sign. I'm going to read my doctor told me a BJ will make me walk again. Please help. How would you feel if you saw that just signing innocently onto Instagram? I That is so fucking amazing. I am not religious, but I prayed on the rosary beads for oh him. Oh my God. And my family. That's hysterical. Yeah. Your family has a good sense of humor then, clearly. I, I hope I, my mom doesn't know. He blocked her from everything to How post How old that. is your brother? 26. Wow. Oh my God. 
I hope he got that. And BJ. he's walking now. I so, hope he-, <laughs> yeah, he, he just joined the lacrosse team, so things are looking up for him. Wow. Yeah. That's truly incredible. He's the sexual one out of the two of us. I'm too lazy. Okay, so you keep saying you're lazy. You're going on dates with 85 year old men, but you're confused why you're interested. Did you ever have? When did you come out? I came out when out of spite when I was 15. What does that mean, out of spite? So I got in trouble at school. Yeah. I was in Peter Pan, the musical, like every straight man. Uh huh. And I got I cut school with all my friends and I was dumb enough to go back to the dress rehearsal. The show was the next day and we were all drinking and the principal called our mom and my mom made me drop out of the show the night before the show. Because you were drinking. Yeah. So I said, how am I going to get her back? I'm going to come out of the closet. And that's exactly. So you did it as punishment. Mm-hmm. You said, I'm gay. Yeah. You Well, you, you said, so you have a problem that I was drinking. Well, guess what, mom? I'm gay. I'm gay. Pew! And what did she say? They cried. They cried. They were devastated. Really? Yep. Was that hard for you? No, I know you're it felt be- good. But listen, Nikki. Listen, Nikki. Because I know it's jokes. It's not. Some of it is jokes, though, Nikki. The truth is there. But did you... I, the truth is there. I see that. But you're really, you're really coming out to spite her. You're not worried about feeling okay. Everybody knew, except them. So, they were in such denial. And you thought, I'll just throw this their way and let it kind of unfold. That is a real window into kind of how you experience things. <laughs> you think? I mean, that's kind of wild. Yeah. That you're willing to just be like, well, here it is. So they're they're crying. Crying. They're devastated. And where do you go with, do you stay close to them? Yeah, they really came along a couple of years later, but they were very, very upset. Like there was a whole thing where she came into my room. I have it in my stand-up where she, she literally was like, you know, don't you think you could try being with girls for me? It would mean so much to me. By the way, how strange. Can you be with girls for me? I know. I'm like, do you want me to get what? a tattoo that says mom? Yeah, pussy for mommy. Well, right? Like, how weird is that? Can you imagine? <laughs> I like, like pussy for mommy. I'm going to give this to you for my mom. Wow. Take that That's for my mom. For my mom. So did you date women then? I've made out with a lot of girls, but I've never touched. No, for myself. For yourself. Because I love a tender kiss. Yeah. Okay. I think kissing me is like kissing a young woman. Minus <laughs> the facial hair. So, okay, let me try. So... You do this, you don't, you're not dating a girl like a girlfriend, but you- I had girlfriends. Tell me about that. So I had a girlfriend. After you say you're gay, you have girlfriends. Not after I came out gay, but before. So what, at 12? When I was in, I was probably like 14, 15. Yeah, and, and I had you have girlfriends. Girls. Sex? Not sex. A lot of making out. A lot of making out. I had one girl I went on a date with that her dad gave me a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar action figure. Uh-huh. And I was like, what Barbie is this? I was trying so hard to play the part. And <laughs> yeah. he was like, it's a famous basketball player. <laughs> but I think the girls that I dated, I, I I was attracted to them, but I also wanted to be them. <laughs> it was also totally. like the cool girls in school, you know, pretty, funny, confident. Yeah. yeah. I was really more of an understudy than their boyfriend. That I, I mean, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I really felt that way with a lot of guys. I always say this on the show. I'm like, I didn't know if I wanted to fuck them or wear their skin. <laughs> I was like, maybe both. And maybe both. It was like gender jelly. I was, it was bucking. We invented this term earlier on in the podcast. Do I want to be them or fuck them? Mm. Um, and I like that. Okay. So then, and what about your first boyfriend? Do you have a boyfriend later on? Yeah. My first boyfriend, he was so cute. It was in high school and he was a singer. <laughs> so you, you end up getting a boyfriend in high school. So yeah. you're, you're out so early. It's really very early. I knew I was gay once I saw George of the Jungle with Brendan Fraser. Are you really? Yeah. That, that did it for you. I said, I want to live in the trees with Brendan, like a gorilla. Oh. And just. And just lie there. Eat berries and lie there. That's and, amazing. Yeah. That's so wild how like there are the memories that like inform and, and stay with us as like a sexual awakening. Oh, I, I was awakened. 
Wow. I said, I want a, a piece of that. I remember that movie, and I remember, I think I really wanted to swing into a tree and protect Jane. <laughs> See, we need to get in there. I know. Let's get on a flight to Zimbabwe right after this. I was like, this. God, she likes this guy. What, right. a, what a brute. He's just, he can barely speak. He's grunting. I would take care of her. I'd get her out of the jungle. I'd buy her a nice house. You'd intellectualize her. Yeah, Give her- I, I'm like, I, I'm tired of guys. I, this has always worked pretty well for me. Go up to a hot girl. And all my lesbians are listening. Go up to a hot girl. And instead of commenting on her beauty, because they get that too much, you say, tell me what you're reading. You know, immediately go for books. Like, I have a book I think you'd like. They love it. I love it. That's what I would do with Jane. Oh, my God. I love reading. I love reading. That works really well with hot girls because hot girls want you to think that they're brilliant. Right. That's not, a, that's of course, really they're smart. not. That's Of course, they're not. Hot girls, you don't have to be brilliant. You can just be a hot girl. Have you ever gotten a repulsive response to that to that question? What would the repulsive response be? Cat in the hat. <laughs> chicken soup. Cat in the hat. Um, for the lesbian soul. No, they they no, I don't feel like I have chicken soup for the lesbian soul. It's just like vegetarian chili. <laughs> vegetarian chili for the lesbian soul. So what are you going to do with your Yeezys? I need to know. Give them to my dad. <laughs> are you going to give them to your dad? <laughs> yeah, let him be the problem. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't you, wear them. Do we really? You can't wear them, right? No, I almost wore them on stage last night and I went back and changed. I mean, I, I think it's a to, real problem. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I it, mental illness is obviously no joking matter. It's, it's a horrible thing, but he would really do well with the muzzle. He needs to stop saying so much. And it's just, it's, I love Kim. You do I, I don't Kim. know how she got wrapped up in all this. I, I mean, Kim, from Kanye to Pete, Kim is clearly attracted to people that are mentally unstable. By the way, <laughs> maybe I, let, I have a shot. <laughs> I let, I don't. I used to have you know complicated feelings towards Pete, but he he's done nothing wrong. I mean, nothing. Kanye West, on the other hand, I mean, I went off on him on the last on the last episode. Thank God Adidas dropped him. I'm thrilled that Adidas dropped him. I think it took a little too much time. I think that was a little uncomfortable, yeah. Adidas, how long you were thinking about it. I think that was a little a little fucked up. Agreed. Stop making tracksuits and get to the fucking I, decision that I we I mean, need. Adidas originally, by the way, started by a Nazi, supplied clothing to the Hitler youth. Adidas should have come out right away and said no. Fine, you came out and you said no eventually. I watched the Kanye uncut interview. That was where his dick was out and it's uncut. The band interview was three hours long when he was on Drink Champs. The things he's saying on that interview are so much worse than the clips you've seen online. The amount of times this man talked about his problem with the Jews, he said, I want little Jewish children who like my shoes and who like my music to go up to their parents and say, Daddy, why is Kanye mad at me? This is sick. And then I saw like these clips of like New York Times articles in like the 20s about how Hitler's anti-Semitism, you know, it wasn't really that dangerous. He was just kind of you know, trying to make a point. And it, it's, the headlines are almost verbatim to the headlines we see today. And it really freaks me out as a Jew. Yeah, I mean, he he is wild. And I wanna, I wish Donda was around because right. I'd love to get her hot take. I don't know, put him somewhere. Can you imagine having sex with him? I mean, I can only imagine what that must be like. I have no idea. I, I don't, he doesn't, he's not in shape. I mean, it would probably be a lot of heavy breathing. Do you believe the Jeffree Star rumors? That what are they the were? Je- Oh, was that that they were dating? And they were hooking up in Wyoming on a bill. Really? A buffalo, wherever type of animal lives in Wyoming. I could see that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm interested in that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I know know that you have a crush on Pete Davidson. I actually have a crush on Kim's ex, Chris Humphreys, who is also in the... George oh of the Jungle, I can't read territory. He's exactly that. Mm -hmm. He's exactly that. He has a bit of an inbred vibe. Suppose I Doesn't he? 
<laughs> Will you still be my friend if I told you I like guys who look like they might need hooked on phonics? I mean, yeah, that's fine. Thank I'm just surp- I'm just surprised that that's what about that is drawing you in. I just think it's very manly. I, I okay. There's so a the, sexy like a duh mm-hmm. like I like big and dumb. Yeah, because I like that the to me when a man. I, so the only way I can connect this is that when I watch gay porn, there's something about how just gay men when they're hooking up in some of these porn films, which by the way, I have no idea how accurate gay men would feel this is to, I should ask this actually, gay porn. Do you feel it's representative? I wish it was like that. Of gay sex or do you think, in what ways is it, you know, fictionalized or does it feel like fantasy? Because I watch it and I enjoy it because I feel that they are genuinely having a good time. That's bullshit, you think? I would say it's a combination because the, uh, the reality of gay sex is, you know, you're getting into it and he says, don't put your foot on my ottoman. So there's that reality. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what gay sex is, is really like. He's like, I just steamed the comforter and now you're, you're sprawled out on it. So, but, okay, so it's not like that. It's not as, I mean, it can be, I know people, not for me personally. Right. But no, I, but but when it can be hot like that, yeah, I, I could see it being like that. Because the like I don't know it just feels I love so instinctual yeah that's and fake. that is the part that I'm connecting to Chris Humphreys because that to me is like it's just like it's animalistic it's just I want you and it's just like <clears throat> yeah that's how I feel which I enjoy I saw him going upstairs and I came down and I just I was too shy to say something when about a year ago where was he going upstairs Soho House he was walking down the steps and uh, I think he feels. I thought it was so funny that he was like, you know, Kim used me. Kim used me. How I would Kim use you for fame? No one knows who you are. Right. And you're not, can barely make a three shot. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, thought, I know not a lot about sports, but I know that, you know, you should work on shooting. This is what they do. Right. For those that, of you watching on video. I don't watch sports either. Obviously, I, my father never watched sports and I'm a lesbian, but I did watch recently lesbians. You might like this. I watched. The Redeem Team, which is a documentary on Netflix about the U.S. men's Olympics basketball team. And it was actually amazing. And I loved it. And it was about LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Kobe. And they take the American basketball team in Beijing and they bring home a victory. And I was shocked at how many basketball players I could name. I was watching with Julian. I'm like, oh, Larry Bird. Oh, Lamar Odom. Oh, Michael Jordan. And she's like, holy shit. And I'm like, wow, I think maybe this is a dykey thing that I like can name every single basketball player. I thought it was pretty impressive. I was naming a lot. I'm like talking about the Chicago Bulls. I'm talking about MJ with his tongue out with the fever. I'm like. You should collect sports cards. <laughs> I would love to collect sports cards. Start an eBay shop. I, and you know what? I really, I'm embarrassed to say that I love softball in a way that only a lesbian can. I love softball too. I, I but love those balls softball. are big. Those balls are really big and, they and they're hurt. hard. And I want to. I love like. I want to play wiffle ball. Wiffle yeah. ball. I'm, S- something simple. I'm so into wiffle ball. Yeah, me too. That's uh, really fun. Uh, you know what's my favorite thing when you're playing wiffle ball and the wind or the breeze takes the ball, then the game's over. Then the game. Goodbye. See All you right. at the concession Let's stand. Let's go get drinks. I like kickball too. Mm, yeah. This is so. You have all the lesbian things. I know. Down. Why do I like these things? Well, I kind of want to flip the question about what? gay porn and lesbian porn because yeah. I have seen lesbian porn. Yeah. And I've been horrified. Lesbian porn porn is awful, and it's not like that. No, for you. It, no, it is not like that for me. Lesbian because por- you're going to be a married lady soon, so I need all the tips Ooh. of how you've locked it down. Lesbian porn is, I mean, to me, there's nothing real about it. For it's like 
it's so I cannot stand. I was talking about this with Zach Noe Towers. I can't st- stand the way women sound in porn. Yeah. This the this. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, More. Uh, 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 <laughs> is literally. <laughs> what are these sounds? I I want to say. Listen, believe women. Except in porn. Do not believe women in porn. <laughs> that is the biggest bullshit. I've that ne- impression. I mean, uh, in uh, five seconds, in five seconds, they're like moaning like that. that fuck yeah. I, that isn't. Uh, 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 um, what the fuck are you doing? By the way, it takes. I just want to say, because I've done a lot of research on the female orgasm on sex between two. Like, I just know about this. It takes women fucking 45 minutes to feel fully turned on. We, we don't have an erection in five seconds. Oops, I got a boner. Are you kidding me? I have to give my girlfriend a full body massage, tickets to the ballet and a dinner before she gets a little bit wet. No woman is getting wet that fast. That is insane. Can I admit something to you? What? I had no idea that women don't come every time they had sex until like a month ago. What did you think? I... uh, Guys come every time. I know. So I, I just had no idea, and I, I guess I'm just uneducated in vaginas. I know. To Most me, women don't have orgasm. Yeah. Most women are not able to. I don't know if it's not able. Most women don't achieve orgasm every single time they have sex. Women in straight relationships, it's I think it's like forty percent of women. Women in lesbian relationships, I think it's like eighty percent. Yeah, it seems like it's more. And so, and some women, it's just. I mean, it's really hard. It's really hard. Me personally, honestly, I can have an orgasm in 20 seconds. No. Yeah. I'm really, I don't know what it is. I, it's very easy for me. It's like I like, and I think it's because I just hacked it. Like I just know it's like. Boop, a boop, cheat boop. code? Like you yeah. have a game shark? It's a cheat code. <laughs> a little. It literally is. I'm like, I just get it. I'm like Rosebud. You get what I'm talking about, Sims? I'm just like money, 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 colon, colon, nine, nine, nine. I just know how to do it. So it's like I can almost, I'm, I can almost disconnect from like if I'm having sex, if I'm alone, whatever it is. And I can just. I just get it. So I I feel very grateful for that because I know a lot of women have a hard time with that. I mean, I feel bad. 20 seconds. I mean, I wouldn't say 20 seconds. I would say probably like, let me see, 27. I would say like three minutes. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine if that was like a cheat code that you know how to come early, but you could only come in the Sims voice? Oh my God. Do you, how long does it take you to come? <sighs> Pretty quick. Like what? Like on demand, if I want to. Like how long? I gave you seconds. Tell me, the. give me a ballpark it. 20. 20 seconds? If, I, if I'm like locked in and like we're all like. Do you have, is that including the getting hard though? Don't go grab your dick right now. No, I was grabbing the wire. <laughs> I mean, I'm Italian. I, I'm healthy. I don't really have sex a lot, so I'm ready to go, pretty much. I t- when I, by the way, I've never thought. Oh, I've never he's answered Italian, this question. He's very healthy. I know. Is that that's what oh, I tell my? Of course, my yeah. Pediatric. Diet of soaprasada, mozzarella, and olive oil. Yeah, of course. You're really healthy. You look like you're gonna have a heart attack in a minute. I have high blood pressure, <laughs> but my dick is working perfectly. No, are you kidding me? Gelato and soprasada. <laughs> I could. Come, I'm gonna. I could call him in five fucking seconds, Mara. Mind you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, pretty quick. Yeah, I okay. mean, I'm not like a, I'm not like a. Okay, okay. I, I've never answered God, this question I'm before. I'm sorry, I've never fucking asked this question. I love it. I, I don't know why I'm asking you this. I love it. How let's fast get can you come it. with Ali Colbert? It's, it's my new game show on on like Pornhub. Yeah. Let's call NBC Sports. We'll have a we'll measure how we could do this on Pornhub. Yeah, right. That would be actually a really fun game show. I'll say twenty seconds with porn stars. Yeah, Pornhub. Call my brother. I, Pornhub. <laughs> 
should invest in this. I'm developing it right now. It's a new series. It's on Pornhub. It could be a series. How about this? It could be a series. I could sell it to Grinder. Mm. I'm your host. I'm a snarky lesbian. This is a competition. How fast can you come? Dun, dun, dun. I think this is great. We can blurry out the dick, but I would rather if it's on one of these apps, you see the dick. Right. Shirts off. Yeah. I mean, obviously, whatever. Pants down to the ankles. I think that's kind of funny. Yeah. I think we could have an IMAX component for, for the people like to pay a little more. Yeah. I'm, Maybe 3D glasses. I think this will be really good. It'll be like SeaWorld. You'll get ponchos. The whole experience. I love it. There's a splash zone. Are you yeah. Are you going to dress up for Halloween? Not this year. Tell me why. I'm not going to be in town. So I get back. But Whatever. last year, I w- what was I last year? Last year, I was Superman. Really? That's yeah. so like traditional. I know. It was in a, a bodysuit. You'd be a good Superman. Thank you. I yeah, was like excited. a Clark Kent. I could see you with the pulling the glasses off. Yeah, and then I recycled the same sweaty costume for Comic-Con. Okay, great. And a lot of people have a Superman fantasy, which I didn't realize. Huh. I got a lot m- of the older gays. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. sure. Whatever works. Somebody at, that was Batman was like, what a... Come okay. here, let's be superheroes. I was like, sir. Let's be superheroes together. Let me touch your tonight. Yeah. It's, it's like, sir, get back in the fucking back cave. Okay. <laughs> let's come back to reality. Wow. Okay. So no Halloween for you this year. I might be a cat. That could be <laughs> Just, cute. I have the really cute cat ears. That would be very cute. I get into, into LA like hours before, but I might go to a Halloween party. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love Halloween. I love dressing up and uh-huh. I just wish I was in better shape. I feel like I missed the boat on that this year. Why are you saying you're in bad shape? You're in totally normal shape. I'm trying to slim down a little. What, you're trying to get like ripped? No, I'm trying to stop eating cheesy gordita crunches at 2 a.m. Do you eat those? Oh, I love them. I have been craving Taco Bell (gasps) in a way that you don't even fucking understand. Do you like the Mexican pizza? I have not been to Taco Bell in 15 years. Okay. But I've had an... Just this appetite. It just keeps coming up for Taco Bell. And I just... I, I don't live near... I don't know how to get to one. Would you live around here? No. Okay. We live I've, on the west side. Okay. Ooh, so mysterious. Yeah, but I really want to get... Well, let me just say my address on the podcast, but I would, I really would like to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Can we have your social security number? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> While we're here? Yeah, 929. Yeah. yeah. No, but I do a lot of emotional eating, which is really something I'm trying to work on. I, I, yeah. I'm not joking. I really... I have to work really hard to combat my eating. I'm a stress eater. Oh, yeah. I, when I get stressed, I... It could go one of two ways. I might I could starve myself if I'm really upset about really? something. Really? Yeah. I, there's something about you that I feel like you'd be a really good therapist in another life, or like a. Psych. Is it the sweater? Yes. <laughs> and also the with the chairs. I, I know. Think it's I, the whole. I would have loved to be. I thought about being a therapist. It would have been fun, I but I would. It. But I would just try the whole time to make the patient laugh. Like my wife's leaving me. I'm like, oh my god. But was the pussy that good? Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into the details. Yeah. How would she? How long does it take her to come? Yeah. Let's put it on the chart. Nikki, tell people where they can find you. Well, I love you and thank you. I love you. I, I I really do. I'm such a fan. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok, Nikki Paris Bitch, which is my confirmation name. We're gonna have you back whenever you want. I I adore you. Good. You're so cute. Thank you. And she's gonna be married soon. And I I heard you might have children. You did. On your podcast. Who told you that? That your, your lady is excited to have babies. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs>that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.